0: Welcome to Hope Church Online with Hope Church Birmingham. I'm Adam, the lead pastor. I'm so honored that you would tune in with us for this week's audio message. Let me just go ahead and say, we are so glad that you would listen to this, and I want you to hear my heart. At Hope Church, we exist for people to find hope in Jesus and to bring that hope to a world in need. And so no matter where you are in your faith journey, I pray that as you listen to this message today, that you will find the hope of Jesus, and as you find the hope, you will be equipped. To have your world change and to begin to bring light to a dark, dark world that we walk in today in our culture. So I hope you're encouraged. We're in the middle of our series here in Christmas on the good news of Christmas. And so I'm excited as we tune in with this. And as I always say, you know, we love that you're able to listen to these audio recordings because we believe it's a great tool for those who haven't connected yet. But I would love, so love to see you in person at a Sunday service real soon. We hope to see you soon. Now let's dive into this week's message. Isaiah 12. In that day, you will sing. I will praise you, O Lord. You were angry with me, but not anymore. Now you comfort me. See, God has come to save me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. With joy, you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking in this series of looking at the good news of Christmas. We've looked at this idea that, the very fact of Jesus being born was good news. The very idea of advent, which is the coming of Jesus that he came as a baby and will one day be we're reminded that he will once again come triumphantly. This is not only good news, it's the best news for humanity and it brings brings us hope that we can hold to as a light in the darkness. And last week we focused on a defiant peace, which I hope you rested in this past week. But today we're gonna to continue in this thought as we look at in Isaiah chapter 12, we see, but also last week we looked at in Isaiah 10 and 11, where we see that there's these messianic prophecies. What does that mean? God gave a word to the messenger Isaiah for his people that would foreshadow and prophesy the coming Messiah, which we know as Jesus Christ, our savior. And so that gets me into my sermon title of the day, which is good news, a frequency of defiant joy. Have you ever turned on the radio? And as you're turning, you're trying to find the right frequency. And maybe you're having trouble listening and finding the right frequency of the station. Like, think about this. The other day, it was the Iron Bowl. Alabama versus Auburn. Come on. As many of you know, I'm an Alabama fan. Roll Tide. And for those who are Auburn fans, War Eagle, sorry. Uh, but anyways, my I was watching the game. My wife had to run to the store for something real quick during uh, the first half. And apparently on her way there, she was trying to find the radio station that the local station would have the Alabama and Auburn football game. And as she's listening, she's having trouble finding it, can't find it. And she finally finds the game. And as she's listening to it, she starts to go, my goodness, this really sounds like Alabama stinks and Auburn's really good. What's going on? And and it was a very back and forth battle of a game, no matter whose side you're on. But then she quickly realized when they go, this is brought to you by Auburn Sports Network. <laughs> she realized that she was listening to the wrong station. She's an Alabama fan, just like me. She was trying to listen to the Alabama station and said she was hearing the Auburn sports cast, the Auburn uh, announcers, and there was a little bit of natural. Auburn bias because of that. She was trying her best, and she was on the wrong station. The other day, we were listening in the car, and I was trying to change the station to listen to Christmas music. Turns out, I had the AM on instead of the FM on, and I couldn't find the right frequency because I was on the whole wrong type of frequency system. And I tell you all this because the frequency and volume that you have your radio set to drastically impacts your listening experience. You can't listen to magic 96.5 christmas music while you're listening to 1069 oldies rock they're on the wrong frequency if you're trying to pick up that and this same principle applies with the way we experience our life and because we're often switching frequencies or in the wrong frequency the other day i was speaking to a friend and i was just asking him you know catching up and asking how he was doing and he shared with me you know I'm just kind of eh you know I'm not the best I'm not really in the worst of place I'm just I'm just kind of all eh I'm all right maybe you have faced that feeling before maybe you're facing it even now where it's not necessarily burnout you still have energy you're not depressed because you don't feel hopeless you you just feel somewhat maybe joyless and aimless and it turns out, friend, there is a name for that, and it is languishing. Psychologists have been trying to grab a name for this because languishing is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. It feels as if you're muddling through your days, looking at life through a foggy windshield. Languishing is the neglected, neglected middle child of mental health. It's what, if there's a spectrum, of depression being the lowest state of mental health and flourishing being the highest state of mental health. There's a void in the middle, the absence of well-being. You don't have to have symptoms of mental illness, but you're maybe not be the picture of mental health either. You're not functioning at full capacity. They have determined, psychologists have determined the name for that is languishing. And maybe you're here and you're in a state of languishing, you're in a frequency that is not necessarily embracing good news or a peace that surpasses understanding or joy this Christmas season. But I want you to hear me today. Hear me, friend. I wholeheartedly believe that there is a frequency that surpasses our understanding, a frequency that aligns us with a defiant joy, and that is the frequency is found in the good news of Jesus. Good news that Jesus was born and that he came and that he's coming again, but it doesn't stop there. Let me tell you what kind of good news I'm talking about, friends. Good news that he who came was a savior. Good news that he who came is A healer. Good news that he is a deliverer. Good news that he won't forget you and I. Good news that he says, I'm coming for you and I'm going to come for you again. A good news that says, I have a love for you, child. A good news that says, I got a plan for you, child. This is a defiant joy that we have this Christmas. And I want you to hear me. This good news of Advent brings us joy. But much like a radio frequency, it takes effort focus, and intention to align us with the defiant joy. Hear me, defiant joy will pull you out of the depths, guide you through storms of difficulty, propel you in divine purpose, but we must tune in to his good news. Hear me, there's a difference between joy and happiness, right? We talked about this before. Happiness is found in moments of gladness. Joy is represented in a longing that is lasting, a longing fulfilled. Happiness is good, but is found temporary. Joy is found in when not maybe not everything has to be good, but I still have it lasting, right? It's like opening up a gift on Christmas day and you love it and it's incredible. And then in a week later, you're not thinking about that gift and you're not happy anymore. (laughs) Did the gift still change? No. Is it still good? Yeah, but you had a moment of happiness. It was just a moment of happiness. But instead, we need lasting joy. Lasting joy. And I think so often we're chasing moments of happiness. Or moments of of joy fillers that aren't true joys that were frequencies are on the wrong things and as a result we're not aligned with the good news and let me tell you joy matters in life joy mattered to God joy matters to Jesus uh, even in the Gospels and even in the New Testament First John four four. John wrote, we are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. The gospel writers wanted you and I to walk in joy. Jesus entered this world humbly as a baby. And the good news is that he was the answer of what we read in Isaiah at the beginning of this, this message. But hear me, he wanted us to know that with this good news comes joy. But also understand, there's some people who still struggle during this time and you and I might know the good news of Jesus but still be in the wrong frequency and find ourselves missing joy you we understand listen i know christmas has christmas parties gifts materials and people opinions but all of these fall short of lasting joy i recently read by an author You find what you are. And the author was explaining that if you're constantly finding conflict in people, you're probably a confrontational person. If you're constantly finding that your family wants to argue, you're probably an argumentative person. If you find that your workplace only brings you down, I have to ask you, are you doing anything to bring others up? This is the tension that I believe we're walking in. We often miss out on lasting joy because we're not resting ourselves in the lasting joy of Jesus. If Jesus Christ is my Savior, he is my foundation on which I live, breathe, dream, and care from, and have purpose from. And if that's not the case, I will always be wanting more. Now, understand, we've talked about this Christmas during the good news season, that the good news of Jesus' birth, it had different reactions, right? Even Mary and Joseph had different reactions. King Herod heard the news and, uh, and from the wise men and ordered the killing of baby boys all across the land. But today, as we're listening, I want us to look a little bit deeper at the reactions of the shepherds in the field. In Luke 2, 8 through 20, we see verse 8. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Let's talk about shepherds. We know shepherds take care of sheep, but understand this is not an easy job. This was a laborious job. It wasn't a salary job. It was kind of a, 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 a wage-based job. And these people weren't necessarily the highest class. In this class period, they were probably been in the lower class of society, uh, one of, a doctor Jeremiahs I read said that shepherds were despised in everyday life in general, they were considered second class and untrustworthy in some cases, uh, history shows us that they could not even bring a testimony in the court of law. There had to be multiple other perspectives for people to actually take it as true, so understand. This is who Jesus bring, the God brings His message to at first. And verse nine, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. Good tidings is what they said. Literally means gospel news. They said, We, you're going to have a savior. Boy, do we need a savior. This is good news. In verse 15, when the angels went away from them to into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a the manger. They said, Let us go now. They did not delay. They were focused. They walked with urgency, without hesitation. And when they looked, they found. Friends, when we align our frequency with Jesus and we look for Jesus and we look for joy, you will find it. I truly believe his word backs that up. His scripture says it. Isaiah was talking about at the beginning when we pray to the Lord and we make him our strength and our song, we will find victory and we will be able to drink from the fountains of salvation and we will find joy. And when they saw it, verse 17 said, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told unto them. They came back, friends. They saw it. They left Told people about it and go, We got to see it again because they came back glorifying and praising God. They went out in the routine and the mundane. They came back forever changed with a frequency of joy because they focused on. Jesus. Friends, you and I can go about on a daily basis, routine, mundane, and maybe doing things that aren't the highest class of society. But I can tell you, Jesus cares about you right where you are, whether you're in a field grinding in the dirt, or whether you're in an office space on the 17th floor, whether you're cleaning the bathroom, or whether you're at the front desk Of a society that people go, yes, I like this. Whether you're taking tickets at a door or whether you're patting somebody on the back, God looks at you and says, "Child, I love you. I want you to walk in peace. I want you to walk in a joy that is lasting, that is longings fulfilled, because I know that no matter what I have, I've got a Savior that came in the city of Bethlehem, born in the stable, born in the manger to a Mary." Uh, that was just a young lady to a Joseph that was a worker and to the shepherds with good news saying, I've got you good news of joy, walk in it, child, walk in peace and walk in forever change. Because when we do that, we can't help but return to God going, thank you, Lord, for loving me. So I give you praise. So how do we do this, friend? I believe we can take three steps to align ourselves to the correct frequencies. The first one, find Jesus. If you haven't found Jesus today, now is the time. Find him. Look for him. Find him in your daily basis. And when you do that, you're putting yourself in the right station and in the right frequency. Secondly, fellowship with Jesus. Don't just simply find with him. Be friends with him. Walk in relationship with him. Get to know him. Get to know his voice. Jesus said in his Gospels, he said, my sheep know my voice and I know them. So what I mean by that is so many times we are looking for the voice of Jesus and we can't hear it. It's because we haven't spent time in his word and we haven't spent time with him. And as a result, we're missing it. It's hard to know the right station. If you've never listened to the music, you got to know who Jesus is. Fellowship with him, friend. And thirdly, follow him. Follow him with your whole heart. Once you find a hold of him, don't let go of him. Walk with him, talk with him, live with him, dream with him speak with him, pray for him, pray with him, and allow him to be your best friend walking with you. Follow him wholeheartedly. And when we do that, friends, I believe that we will no longer be walking in a life of languish, that we will no longer be choosing depression, but we will find flourishing in a joy that is not simply based in happiness, but a joy that comes from the depths of salvation that only comes from the good news of Jesus. So friend, no matter what you're facing today, no matter what this holiday season has looked like for you and what it's going to continue to look like for you, choose joy because Jesus says, I love you. John said, we write these things so that you will embrace joy. We read this news today and I don't want you to go through depressed and down and languishing this holiday season because I just believe there's something more for you. And I want you to walk in Jesus. So today, let's find him. Let's fellowship with him and let's follow him. Can I pray for you? God, I thank you for your word today. Lord, I pray that my friends that are listening in this moment will find joy, that they will find Jesus and that they will receive him as their savior and receive this good news. And as they receive it, they'll walk in it, embrace in it, sit in it. And as they sit in it, they will choose to walk and propel and to follow you wholeheartedly. And as they do that, their life will be forever changed. Let them know they're not alone this season. You see them right where they are. Thank you, God, for loving us. In your name we pray. Amen. Friends, let's embrace the good news. Let's find a frequency of defiant joy. Well, friends, thanks for tuning in. I hope this message encouraged you. I hope you will walk in good news today like never before. If you tune in and you want to connect with us, you can follow us on social media at Hope Church BHM or at HopeChurchBHM.com slash connect. You say, hey, I'd love to get to know you guys more. Feel free to reach out to us, email us, DM us, whatever it may be. We want you to find hope and find community. We love you. We hope to see you real soon. And Merry Christmas. (laughs) Thanks.